you have a news guy hat and do you do like fedoras and stuff too no 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 i don't do fedoras because i think people look pretentious in fedoras yeah like bert he always wears a fucking stupid fedora I don't think he could look pretentious if he wore an ascot. <laughs> I know. There's so much working against him getting pretentious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mostly his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His yeah. face, his voice, his bad yeah. grooming. 100%. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I feel like we would crush it as gay guys, though. Don't you feel like, like right now? Well, you're in good shape. I mean, it really is. Like, being gay is like a varsity sport. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of working out that goes into it. There really it. is. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, too, I was telling someone yesterday that I feel like the best compliment you can get is a, a gay guy compliment. Like when a gay guy tells oh, you, yeah. you look good, you're like, this is a good day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's totally like a woman being like, oh, cute. you're like, oh, thanks. Feels good. But, but when the gay guy does it, I feel like that, that's the bar. Gay guy tells you you look good. Yeah. Because like, they'll it. also shit on you. They'll, they'll also tell you, you how bad you look. Yeah, exactly. So a good comp. And that's why like I go out with my friend Tom. We'll go to gay bars. This one in Venice called the Rooster Fish. Mm -hmm. And his running joke is always like, hey, it's straight night at the Rooster Fish. You want to go? <laughs> and then I go and like I had this newsboy cap on, you know, the yeah. newsy cap. Yeah. And then I became like, and this is when I was younger. Yeah. And I became like a character. Like they were all like, hey, you want to, yeah, I'll buy a paper. You know, all those like, <laughs> yeah, we we're just talking yeah, about how gay yeah, guys yeah. do that. Yeah. And uh, and Tom was so jealous because he was getting no attention, but it was, it was the a fucking hat. That hat, man. dude. Yeah. Yeah, you have a good, you have a news guy hat. And do you do like fedoras and stuff too? No. No. No, I don't do fedoras because I think people look pretentious in fedoras. Yeah, like Bert. He always wears a fucking stupid fedora. <laughs> I don't think he could look pretentious if he wore an ascot. <laughs> I know. There's so much working against him getting pretentious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mostly his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His yeah. face, his voice, his bad yeah. grooming, his belly. Did you see the fucking post he put up of his bed sheets? No. Dude. So he's shooting this movie in Serbia. Yeah. And he's like, I'm changing the sheets for the first time since getting here. And he. What? But, but like, you're like, wait, what comes out of you? What the fuck is on his head? <laughs> it's brown. 
It's all his pretentiousness. Do you think so he's seeping into the fucking sheets? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he uses Propecia? Why do you think it's brown? Mm. And not Propecia, but what's it? Rogaine is the shit. Oh, yeah. I used to use Rogaine and I rubbed it in and my fucking oh. pillows got destroyed. Oh, that's exactly what that he's is. He's using Rogaine. Yeah. Yeah, but what about, wow. well, there's not Rogaine on his legs, right? Like, what the fuck's going on down yeah, there? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> He's so gross. <laughs> oh, oh, that poor God. maid. That room does not look nice. Mm-mm. Did yeah. he say it's rugged? Are, there, are the rooms rugged? That's a house that he's renting. Oh. Yeah, there's a, that's a house. And uh, he said it was cool, but I mean, that doesn't look cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is yeah. that pubic hair? <laughs> Probably. It looks like gray pubic hair. But also, I mean, there's all these revelations of, of like how gross he can be. Like, yeah. like um, you know, a few months ago, he was like, I've cut down on showering so much. And I was like, why? And he was like, because I got a pool. Oh, I was like, no. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, I just jump in the pool. I go, that's yeah. not a shower. He goes, I use it as a shower. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> that's not a shower and then then he also like a month later he was like dude guess what i did this morning and i go what he goes i brushed my teeth and i go okay <laughs> and he's like i haven't done that in a while and i go what the fuck are you talking about and he's like i don't brush my teeth and i go what and he goes yeah but i floss a lot i'm like dude i don't oh. know like yeah he's just he's that guy oh. <laughs> yeah. dude when you don't brush but you floss like when when I floss, yeah, and then I don't wash my hands, my fingers smell like a fucking rotten tooth. They do, yeah, yes. So you, so that's what the brushing is for. Yeah, yeah, and the film, like the, the kind of yeah, there's on. Like he just lives with that. Wow, <laughs> yeah. is is this method acting? Is he doing this for the role? <laughs> I mean, it could be, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's just how he's been doing it, man. But he also he does so many like he. He cuts his toenails and tapes them under a coffee table in the family room. No. Yeah. But Why? Because he's just like, he's, just, uh, he's like, I'm OCD. I have the things I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just nasty, man. <laughs> he's so gross. My wife yells at me if I cut my toenails and I throw them in the toilet and I don't flush it, she fucking yells at me. Because she sees them. Yeah. She doesn't want to see them in yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,. I'll I'll clip them and they'll be like ding dong and then you know Christine will be like hey are you uh, are you getting those I'm like yeah I'll get them in a minute and then you know I just, wait where do you leave them I just wherever they go yeah you so, mean like on the floor yeah like wherever they shoot off to I'll just usually yeah. leave them unless I'm like sometimes I'll go I'll try to be more you know distinct I'll try to be a gentleman so if I see them I'll gather them yeah. but there's also times where I'm sitting there. And I'm just doing that and they're shooting off and I just leave them. Yeah. That's how you know you're getting old is like you get those brittle toenails. When yeah. you cut them, they shoot places. Yeah. When you're young, you can just clip the corner yeah, and, just and peel, peel it. it right just up. give yeah. it a nice soft peel. Yeah, yeah. And now, <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Across the room. Shoot yourself Hits in the, you in the eye. eye. Yeah, yeah. You gotta wear goggles when you clip your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see like old dude's toenails and you're like, holy yeah. shit, that's on the horizon? Right. Yeah. Right. I really think about how bad I'm going to look in just a couple of years, just based on like the men older than me in my family. I'm yeah. Like, you guys oh. look like shit. Oh, like, right. Yeah. They don't look good. Dude, my dad died when he was 52 and I'm now 55. Wow. I look like my dad looked when he was 30. 
Really? Like when he died, he looked like an old fucking man. Really? I mean, you look at these old TV shows and movies of people when they were 60 were practically using canes. Yeah. They were so old at 60. Yeah. It's weird. Some people look old forever too. Yeah. Like actors and stuff. You're like, when was that guy ever not old? Right. Right. There's just like a look. Yeah. Like John Voight just always looked old. Yeah, exactly. He looks old as fuck. He is old now, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he looks, he really looks like. I was on a flight one time and I was, uh, it was my first development deal and I was living in New York and Fox was flying me out and I, and you know, I'd been doing comedy like seven or eight years Mm -hmm. and I would, I had, I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I was paying 600 bucks in rent. I could barely fucking pay it. And so they put me on a first class flight. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so th- this is actually the flight home. So I'm on a first class flight. I'm, I was out the whole night the night before. And all I'm thinking is I got the window seat. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to sleep the entire flight. This is great. I sit down. All of a sudden the guy flops down next to me and he goes, uh, and I got my eyes closed. I see him coming. So I close my eyes and he slaps me on the arm. He goes, how you doing? I'm John. And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I go, hey, nice to meet you. And then I put my head back down again and he keeps talking to me yeah. and I keep kind of like cutting him off. And so finally the, the, the flight takes off. And uh, as soon as the seatbelt sign is off, this guy's in the aisles. Everybody wants to meet him. Hey, John, blah, 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 big fan. Blah, blah. And now all of a sudden, you know, being the fucking star fucker wannabe that I am at this point, yeah. uh, he sits down. I was like, hey, so how's it going, man? <laughs> and we start talking. And he goes, so what do you do? And I was like, well, let me tell you, John. I'm on this flight for a reason. I got a, working on a little TV project right now with the Fox network and I'm a comedian and blah, blah, blah. And then I I go, what do you do? And he goes, "Um, I won an Oscar. And I was like, oh, I go, I'm so sorry. He goes, don't worry about it, John Voight. It was John Voight. But you got to understand, look at his face before and after. Yeah. Like he had a certain age and his face just sank. Yeah. It bloated and it sank. Look at him when he's young. And so we started talking and uh, he was on his way to his father's deathbed back in New York. Wow. And his father was a greenskeeper at a golf course his whole life. And so we started talking about golf because I grew up playing golf and so did he. We both grew up in Westchester County and we started bonding and we talked for five hours straight. And wow. my father had just died. like, And so we, so we were talking about that and then he gave me his home phone number and he gave me his home address and he's like, you know, we're going to hang out and spend time. And I never called the guy. I never reached out. You should call him now. And just be like, how can we get Trump back in office? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a Trumpy. Oh, big time. Oh, big time. yeah. Yeah, he was. He did those things where he was like, he was like, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump is the greatest president since Abraham. Like he's like a hardcore ad. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Like one of the people who's like. Meanwhile, his daughter is the voice of the left. Oh yeah, and by the way, I mean, we all know Angelina Jolie is you know a beautiful, but like, do you ever like look at? I mean, she looks like she was manufactured. She's so, yeah. like, there's a level of perfect, like, it's almost overwhelming yeah. to look at yeah. uh, at her, like, that face. Look at that face, It's insane. Man. And still at this age, still looks incredible. I yeah. met her in her prime. Really? And I couldn't speak. I yeah. Was, it's I, that type of face. Yeah. 
I used to be a writer on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which we can get into later. Yeah. Um, and so they asked me, it was St. Patrick's Day, and Ellen asked me to dress as a leprechaun and come out on stage. And this is where, yeah, if you're wondering the low point of my career. <laughs> when you say she asked me, you're like, this is not a request. It wasn't uh, a request. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing this. And so, uh, and, and you know, sometimes your 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 career is so bad that you really think like, oh, this is a good opportunity. I yeah. get to dress up as the leprechaun today. Yep. And so so I'm sitting backstage about to go out onto the stage and uh, Angelina comes over and she sits in the director's chair three inches from me. And she goes, and she looks at me and she starts laughing. And I felt like the guy, remember, remember in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High uh-huh. when, they get, when the guy is in the uh, car and he's dressed as a pirate because yeah, yeah. he's delivering the food mm-hmm. and he's eyeing this girl in the next car and he's smiling at her yeah. and then she starts laughing yeah, and he realizes like, how he's oh, dressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you feel. Yeah, it's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> it's so humiliating. Oh, God. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most uh, humiliating moment in your career? In my career? I mean, I'll tell you one. There's a few. Yeah. But one that I'll, I always go like, oh, man, the shame I felt was uh, I got hired to do audience warm-up for Last Comic Standing season two. Yeah. show was really big. It's a really big show. Right. At the time. This is in Vegas? No, this is Last Comic Standing. is shooting it here in L.A. Mm-hmm. And so at the time... I'm probably, I'm a few years in, I have in total, I could probably, let's say do 40 minutes, like with a gun to my head Yeah, and I can do 15 to 20 minutes clean. Yeah. So they're like, you know, and this is in a theater here in LA. Um, I forget like what point of the, it's like the show has been, the guy who was doing it, you know, is not available this week. So the show has been like on the air for a while and I go and they're like, okay, the guy gives me a mic, go ahead and, and go out there. I go out there, I do like, let's say 10 minutes. And it goes great. I come off and he's like, all right, um, we're gonna do something else, setting up, uh, just can you go back out there? I go, sure. I do my next 10 minutes, goes great. And they're like, great, we're gonna, we're gonna roll now. I was like, man, that was awesome, you know? And it's like, it's a big crowd. It's like probably the biggest crowd I performed in front of. Yeah. And then they start taping the show. And like a few minutes in, he's like, ah, we're gonna reset. Um, I just need to go back out there. The light, the camera wasn't like coming down right, so we have to reset it and everything. So just can you go back out there? And I go, well, what do you need me to do? And he's like, warm up. And I was like, I know, but like how long? He's like, I don't know, like forty five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I, I don't have that. And they were like, what are you talking about? Oh, and I'm like, shit. I did everything that I can do. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, I mean, you're the audience warm-up. Like, just go out yeah, there. Yeah. And I was like, I pulled a guy aside. I go, well, you have to like give me something. And he's like, like what? I go, is there, are there shirts? <laughs> I've heard of shirt cannons. Yeah. You got a shirt yeah, cannon? Yeah, you have one of those. And they're like, ah, we can find something. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what about music? Can you play music? And he's like, yeah. What do you want to do? I was like, I don't know, a fucking dance contest or something? So... I ended up bringing audience members on stage and I would dance with them. No. It was humiliating. Oh, shit. It was humiliating. Are you a good dancer? Not really. I mean, (laughs) not the best. 
So you're just doing that white guy shuffle? Yeah, I was doing the white guy shuffle. Yeah. And then I remember I got heckled oh. by somebody at a TV taping. Oh. He was like, he's like, somebody said something. He was like, do they pay you? And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, do they pay you? And I was like, yeah. He goes, they pay you too much. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but I just was dying inside. Dude, that's like, I had a girl give me a blowjob one time. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then afterward, like literally 10 minutes later, she starts getting on top of me to have sex. But like, I was done. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. I was done. Yeah. And she got, she was a waitress at the Catch a Rising Star in Princeton, New Jersey. And she, her name was Kristen. And she fucking got so mad at me. She practically hit me. Really? Yeah, because the thing is, I should have stopped her before I came on the blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was so good. Yeah. And then I came back to New York and I was like, yeah, this waitress Kristen at Catching Princess like she's super hot she's a physical therapist she's so should I be saying all that yeah 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 and, and so and, and then it turns out like you know Greg Rogel had fucked her the week before like oh, each yeah. comic I talked to had had it I was like no wonder she got me off so fast she's <laughs> she's practicing she's working these comic yeah <laughs> I remember it was one of those things where it's like she because she worked in the club as a waitress she wasn't allowed to come up to the rooms you're not allowed to just like wander the hotel when yeah. you're an employee and so, uh, so she said that, and I go, oh, so I guess we can't go back to my place. She's like, no, if you pull up behind parking lot C, and then there's a door <laughs> that you can jimmy. <laughs> uh, I've been here a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in her first rodeo. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever have sex with a waitress and find out other comics had sex with her? No, the the. Before I started dating Christina, I went and did a show in Orange County and I picked up a girl uh, at like a bar show and I did something like totally out of character, which was like express extreme confidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, why well, don't know what I'm doing? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, watch this, like that kind of thing. She was like, <laughs> okay. And then we started making out. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> outside of the bar. And then she was like, I mean, I was going to drive back to LA and I go, uh, I, don't, I forgot how this happened, but like, are you staying down here? And she was like, I think, yeah, I think we're going to spend the, I'm going to spend the night here. My friend's coming from out of town. I was like, you should get a hotel room. And she was like, oh yeah, I should. And then I walked her into a hotel and, uh, and then I was like, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. don't have any yeah. money. Um, so she got a room and we went up there and we started making out and I thought we were going to have sex. And then at one point she stops and she's like, oh, my friend is on, is on her way. I was like, she'll yeah. find it. She'll find it. She's like, no, I have to like make sure she finds this place. And I'm like, all right, like text her or something. Her friend ends up showing up like 10 minutes later and comes to the room and is like, who are you? Right. To me. She's yeah. like looking out for her friend. I'm like, I'm Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Tom. <laughs> and then and watch this. <laughs> watch. <laughs> <laughs> And the best was that her friend who I'm making out with goes, he's a comedian. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, that's, is that supposed to be impressive to me? He's a circus clown. Yeah, he's a clown. And, and then uh, the friend was like, I, I think we're done for the evening. Like, you know, oh, I was like, shit. all right. All right. But that's the, that's like my only road experience with that because I was dating like shortly thereafter, you know, we've been together since, I don't know, 15 years or something. So I never really? got, I never got to do like 
road hookup oh, stuff. Oh no. no. Never. I know it's really wow. sad. Wow. That's literally why 90% of comedians get into it. I know. That's why I got into it. I know. No, I know. It's, um, I mean, I would do real well now if Christina like tripped and fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if something bad happens, I would do real yeah, well. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, you would do great. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code BEARS at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think it tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk, nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're in shape now. What are you doing to be in shape? What the fuck's going on? Eating like a boring person. You know, I'm just eating clean. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I eat egg whites and, you know. Because last time sand. I talked to you when you were still living in the Palisades, you told me you had a boxing instructor and yeah, you I was were going doing, like three days a week. I was doing all it, but I wasn't eating like clean. Right. I would just eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then work out. And uh, yeah, it just, it doesn't work for me. So what'd you have for breakfast? I had uh, egg whites with spinach. Holy shit. And I had a couple pieces of bacon and water yeah. and coffee and a bunch of vitamins and supplements. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I'll have a meal bar uh, after this, and then I'll have like chicken or salmon for lunch. Damn. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's the only other way. Otherwise, I'm going to be like 350 pounds, man. Yeah. You know? So I, it's either like you, at a certain point, you're like, this is going to go one way or the other. Yeah. And I, I, I already realized that, you know, the older I get, the harder it is to manage. So yeah. you just have to be like consistent with no, it. No, this this thing, the 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 dad bod, like this yeah. literally and I'm I'm hundred and fifty two pounds. Crazy. I have been for thirty years. That is wild. Within a pound. But the shoulder muscles yeah. are gone. Uh-huh. The tits are saggy. Uh-huh. And I got this fucking 
huge belly. Huge, oh, well, your version look, of huge. Look at this. Oh my God, you enormous pig. <laughs> <laughs> it it bothers me though. So what uh, do you do? You do anything like active activity wise? Like, oh yeah, I was at I was at the gym yesterday. Okay, so I, you're doing weight resistance. I do that. I took a 20 mile bike ride on Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, I do shit. I'm playing golf today. Weights are like the best though. It's just, I'm not doing enough weights. I do yeah. weights like once or twice a week. Yeah, you just got to up that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to up that. And then it's good for your bones too. Your yeah, joints, everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then if you do that, you also got to eat a lot of protein. Yeah. Yeah. Lean protein is probably the best, you know? Right. Cause then otherwise you eat the protein you want and then they're like, you know, your arteries are clogged now. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. right. You have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It's no fun, but I think the whole thing is like, I don't know. Now I realize that when I have like, when I eat something like last week, cause we were all, you know, Christina was back from the hospital and it, like things were chaotic at home. So one day she's like, I ordered, I ordered pizza for dinner. I haven't had pizza in a long time. We have a, I have a few slices of pizza Dude, the next morning I was just on the toilet for like an hour. Really? Yeah. Because it now it yeah, your like body's, shocks my system yeah. of like, what's all this trash you put in here? Yeah. Right. So now I just feel like the thing is like it's not exciting sometimes to eat the healthy thing, but I feel better. Yeah. Like physically I more energy. Yep. More energy. And I don't feel like, oh, you know, like that doubled over. And I think about how crazy it is that I would eat myself to that feeling all the time yeah. before. Yeah. Like if you would have been like you know, how do you feel today? I'd be like, well, I just ate the craziest fucking breakfast followed by the craziest lunch. Yeah. I've had diarrhea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three times today. Yeah. I, I think I feel sick, but yeah, I'm ready. Let's go out. Yeah. Let's go do something, you know? And like, you just walk through life like that. Yeah. It's, it's insane. You push your, like, I find the biggest hurdle for me right now is energy. Yeah. Like just, I think I eat shit. I eat sandwiches with bread, you know? Yeah. You know how sandwiches are made, right? Yeah, bread, and then sometimes you put like meat or cheese or something on there, or a condiment or something. But you put it in between, so in, there's yeah. two pieces. You got to have two pieces of bread. Right. Yeah. And then you take soft stuff and you rub it on the sides mm -hmm. before you put the meat on like... What, like mustard or something? Mustard, yeah. Mayo. mayonnaise, yeah. yeah, things like that. Are you a mayo fan? I'm a huge mayo fan. Me too. What's up yeah. with this anti-mayo shit? There's anti-mayo going on Oh, now? there's a lot of anti-mayo people. Oh, they don't look like us, but a lot of people. Oh, are, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Anti mayo, and I'm like, I don't know what your problem is. You know, uh, to me, mayo feels like it's eggs, right? Yeah, it's you delicious. Just rubbing eggs on shit. I know. Who doesn't like? You ever meet somebody who doesn't like eggs? They're fucking weird too. I don't like eggs. You don't like eggs? I mean, I eat them, but I don't like them. Oh, okay. I eat them because I know they're a perfect food. Yeah. You have like eggs avocado there's yeah. certain things that you can just eat as How, much as you want what because eggs can be prepared so many ways what's your what's your way to i eat? just i should say i don't like them in the morning because i find they're too rich and, okay. it, and it like bogs me down okay that's kind of what we're talking about like you right it, it can be you know too much it's too much yeah but um deviled eggs i'll eat all fucking day yeah man i can eat eggs and i don't know some it's one of those foods that i'm all about all the time yeah I love it. Scrambled, yeah. fried, basted, poached. Whatever. Poached is nice. Yeah. Some grits with a couple poached eggs on it with a lot of butter. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you're turning me on. No, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to blow you and ask you to <laughs> fuck me after. It's so exciting. <laughs> what does that have to do with grits? I don't know. You talked about the girl that was fucking blowing you and then... It's fucking... I'm all turned on. I don't know. 
<laughs> we're talking about food. It just I mean, seems I, like... Can I just give you a blow? I thought we were gay. I thought we were doing a gay thing today. <laughs> just till the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we go back to normal. Yeah, we'll be straight afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. Let's blow each other on the <laughs> I think I would be fucking good at sucking a dick. Yeah? Yeah. Because I just really understand how my penis works. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would do it poorly. No. No. I wouldn't swallow. That's for damn sure. Not swallowing. <laughs> no, I'm dev and it's not going in my face. It's gonna be it's gonna be rolling the dice. Oh, rolling the, the dice over the shoulder. I'm gonna wear a bib like a baby bib, you know, when you're yeah. burping your baby. Yeah. I'm gonna have that on my shoulder <laughs> and I'm gonna crank it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, face shots have to suck. Oh, my I mean, God. Because I could be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, no. And, and also, you've just done a really nice thing for somebody. Yeah. Why do they want you humiliated at the end of it? <laughs> I don't know. People are fucked up, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. I should have a smile on my face. I've done something really nice for you. It should be a kind I look. I know. I think I might be like, all right, you could shoot it on my tits, but... Uh, <laughs> There's so much hair. It's gonna clean. It's gonna cleanup's gonna take forever. I mean, look at this. You jizz all over yeah. that. Yeah, dude. You sick. ever jerk off in the shower and the cum gets caught in your shin hairs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like they dry to these hairs on your yeah. knuckles, and afterwards you're like, why are they all tight? So much glue on my fucking knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can't scrape that shit out in the cannot, shower. No. It's like these globules. Yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah. Man, I'm not sending my mom this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got to ask you because it, it was like such big news and entertainment. What? With the Ellen, with Ellen. Oh, yeah. Show. What well, was your experience? Like? My hands are a little bit tied because I signed a non-disclosure agreement when I worked for the show. But there is, I can talk about it in the sense that we've all read the news. Yeah. And... I can say that um, there's a writer's thread that's going, that, that I'm on a text chain mm -hmm. of writers that could be published as a book because it's so fucking funny. The joy, the pure joy yeah. on 100% of the faces of people that have worked there. That I this mean, is happening. This is no joke. This is no like, ah, a couple of disgruntled people. No. 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 It's a lot. Yeah. And do you, and does it, you know, the fish stinks from the head? It's like, it's all somebody's fault, right? Yeah. 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 And I mean, look at your crew. Look how fucking happy everybody is here. Like, I actually think about the way you guys run your podcast studio and how people will work so hard for you when you're just decent to them. Yeah. And they're doing it for the right reasons. People don't work hard when they're being treated cruelly they work out of fear so it's never their best work damn yeah you're that's so you're, true you're afraid to step up a little bit and do a little extra because you can actually if you do something a little bit off you're right. fired right so you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and not even a stepping an inch outside right. the line right yeah that's scary it's sad yeah and but, it's also wildly unnecessary Right, like when when you hear these stories, you're like, well, you know that you don't have to be this way. When you make an employee get in a leprechaun outfit and he's Irish, yeah, that's just cruel. That's yeah. that's racism. Yeah, 
I think that, why wouldn't that be? Think about other races. Would you have taken a Chinese employee on the Chinese New Year and put him in one of those big pagoda hats yeah. and made him dance to gong music? I mean, I wish we had one, but no. Uh, <laughs> uh, man. I mean, like Black History Month, would you take a black employee and dress him up in like native African garb? No. <laughs> I definitely would not. <laughs> we have a very nice black man here and I would never disrespect you like that. <laughs> Fuck no. No. You know? Yeah, but there's that thing where I think you go like, oh, he's Irish. We can definitely fuck with the Irish guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Just yeah. like the Italians. You'd be like, yeah, let's pour marinara sauce on his head. Who gives a shit? I would say Irish is probably the most... Like, if you think about what races... For, for instance, I could call somebody uh, an Irishman, a yes. Frenchman. Yep. Don't say Chinaman. Cannot. I can... Uh, you could do those accents, too. Right. Irish, French. Not the Chinese one. That doesn't, I mean. No. It's very funny. Yeah. It's always funny. That's yeah. the thing. You hear the Asian like comics do it, Margaret Cho, Bobby Lee. It yeah. is hilarious yeah, to hear it's, Bobby it's hilarious. do an impression of his father. Nothing But it's better. one of those things, it's, it's got to be from him. Right. Right? Like, yeah. But Irish, you can certainly make fun of our accent. Yeah. You can make fun of us being alcoholics, which is a fucking tragic disease <laughs> it, that has ruined my family. My father died at 52. But it's a fucking running joke. You can make fun of us being pedophile priests. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one, too. It's like, sometimes, you know, you meet people, right? And I don't know, it just comes up and they'll be like, what about you? How were you raised? And I'll be like, Catholic. They're like, oh, yeah, did you get fucked? And you're like, <laughs> what? Like, right out of the gate. Did you get fucked when you were a little boy? And you're like, no. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> and you're like, God. Any other follow-up questions to yeah. that? And they're like, they're like, I know you, you grew up with a bunch of molesters around. You're like, no, yeah, yeah. not everyone was right. like that. But right. yeah, no, that people feel totally free to, to do that. You can't say that shit. To, that's like the only thing that people feel totally comfortable saying. Like if your religious belief is such, you know, or if you were brought up a certain way, you don't say that shit. Like you meet a, a, a Muslim guy or a Jewish guy. You're not like, you don't go right to the, the worst. Right. <laughs> like, like people would be like, are you out of your yeah, mind? Yeah, yeah, But if you say to Catholic person, everyone's like, yeah, you guys get fucked. Right. And like, all right, right man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my brother was an altar boy and he had a, he had a good experience. There was, they were nice priests. But then I found out later that uh, two of the priests in our parish, uh, f I shouldn't say their names, Father McDonough and Father Ryan. <laughs> they were fucking women from the parish. Oh, really? Yeah. That's tight. That's, and that's cool. like, that, that's how you get the dick out of the boy's ass. Yeah. You put it into the woman's vagina. Exactly. Yeah. These guys just want to fuck. Someone's got to fuck. It's a biological need, yes. man. We got to bust nuts. I mean, not only can you not fuck, you can't be married, so you don't have someone to go to bed with at yeah. night and I think share technically they're like not even supposed to masturbate not know? supposed to masturbate what are we asking these guys to do man that's it's insane not only that but did you read like uh this past week there was a nun who got arrested for uh embezzlement from I a heard catholic about school eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars and you know why she was embezzling the money huh. she was at, she had a gambling problem hilarious how fucking funny is that that's hilarious because if you think, yeah, there. Oh, was, was it in Torrance? 
It's right down. Oh, was it really? I think it's what I just. St. James Catholic School of Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny because if you think about. By the way, this guy, this guy in here's got a little problem himself. Don't give him any ideas. Oh, he's, really? He's going to convert to Catholicism this week. <laughs> yeah, check out St. Anthony's. They got some money laying around. Jesus Christ, St. Man. James. Um, no, but it's funny when you think about, like, obviously she's not good at betting. She has taken a vow of poverty and dressed like an idiot, betting that there's a heaven afterwards that's going to pay her off for that. <laughs> I got bad news for her. She made a bad bet. Yeah. No wonder she's 800000 in debt. Holy she, she shit. She took the fucking under on the, on the Patriots in the Super Bowl, too. God damn, dude. <laughs> 500,000 to fun trips to Vegas. <laughs> Do you think she wore the habit? Um, <laughs> I hope not. She had a, she had a gambling habit. She, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was sitting there. It, it was, was just, just sitting it there. It was just sitting there. She better <laughs> stayed in suites for that. I hope she wasn't like, that's not like a thousand trips, you know, yeah. I mean, staying at the Sands or something. I hope she was staying at a fucking, at the Villas. Well, if she was spending 800000 they probably comped her a nice room. Yeah, no shit. Man, I wonder what her what kind of betting she was in. You think she was just like sport? Or she's going to Vegas. Maybe she's a uh, poker. Tables. tables yeah, she yeah. was on the tables. I would think... Blackjack. Well, here's the thing is if you go to... If you play Texas Hold'em and you bluff, nobody thinks you're bluffing. You're a fucking nut. Yeah. Yeah, if you're in, you can your bluff gear. your way through the game. Yeah, that's true. Are you a po are you a gambler? Like, do you like? I got a poker game I've been playing for like 15 years out here. Really? Yeah. The poker, I could never, I never got into it. Well, it's really just social. We're not good at it, okay. and it's a lot of everybody just smokes pot and okay. It's right. It's a lot of writers, like comedy writers and directors, and so it's very like. People just tell jokes and shit on each other. You know, there's a black guy, there's a Jew, there's the Irish guy, there's the Italian guy. So there's a lot of racist jokes that fly around. Yeah. We need a gay guy. If anybody is gay that plays poker. Are you gay? Hit me up on Twitter. Do you play poker? <laughs> <laughs> how about, uh, Nadav wants to know, how about another Jew? Yeah. He's in there. See, he uh, The trouble is they're pretty good. Jews are pretty good at poker. Oh. oh, see, there he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, yeah. Does he play online? He plays everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I don't want that guy. No, okay. we suck. <laughs> we suck and we play stupid games like Follow the Queen and okay. AC Ducey and like, I mean, we play some Texas Hold'em, but we mostly just play like weird games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I went to a poker game, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, I got invited to a poker game in Hollywood. Yeah. And I was, I told the guy, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. He's like, oh, that's fine. And I got there, and they were like ser more serious players. Yeah. And then I was doing shit, like I don't even know terms, but like call and like bets, and they were like, everybody was like, this guy is fucking aggressive, you yeah. know? And, yeah. And then I would just like lose my ass, uh -huh. and someone was like, do you even know what you're doing? And yeah. I was like, absolutely not. I, uh, and they were like, fucking stop, don't sit here. Yeah. Like, get out of here, man. That's weird, because I picture you as a poker player, just because you're kind of a man's man. No, never. I mean, I, I the only game I would play regularly when I was like going to casinos for like you know for fun i'd play blackjack yeah and then i had an agent who was really into craps and i couldn't wrap my head around it. he was like yeah he took me and was showing me and i was like i don't understand what the fuck's going on man yeah it was it was it was like calculus to me right but i never yeah i used to go 
if I'm in Vegas and there's go to the sports book and there's a, you know, if there's something going on, I might do it for fun, but I would never bet big money. Right. You know, it would just be like, just something to entertain myself. Well, the, the, uh, the sports book one is fun because now if you go to some of the casinos, they've got really nice seating yeah. with uh, table service and then they give you like an iPad and you bet as the game is going, you can bet like really? they're going to score on this drive. Oh, wow. Or you can bet like, you know, a black guy or a white guy is going to score next. What? No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> but that should be a thing. That should be a thing. <laughs> Definitely black. Definitely black, 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 black. <laughs> Jewish is a long shot. Oh, it's man. like he pays a thousand to one. A thousand to one. Yeah. Easy, man. <laughs> Jew, like, There's no Jews in the game. Just fucking bet it. <laughs> now coming out of the field. <laughs> Ira Rothstein. <laughs> oh, and Rothstein took a tough hit. He's suing the defensive tackle. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> Dude. You know, I was thinking about the um you're talking about John Voigt. This is not a famous person, but on my flight here this week, we're on the approach. Like they're like, you know, put your seat up, seatbelt on. The lady sitting next to me, I could see her mouth moving. I have like these big black earbuds in. And um I turned and she was like and I was like, what? She goes, oh, I didn't see you had something in your ear. And I go, oh, yeah. She goes, so what do you do? And I was like, right now? Like, <laughs> I'm about to land. Yeah, right, right, right. And I was like, oh, I, I work in entertainment. She's like, what do you do? And I was like, podcasts? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I like podcasts. And I was like, are we really starting this oh, right now? Oh, my God. And she talked from that, like from the moment she said that yeah. until we got to the gate. Right. Like just, and she's a dentist and she told me like all these stories. Uh -huh. I watched her drink three like mid-size bottles of wine. You really? Know? Yeah. Like they had the, they didn't give you like for wine, they don't, they're not, a, it's not a bottle of wine. Right. It's not, it's not like the booze. It's yeah. like mid-size. And she was like, just and, pounding. And this it. was in the morning? Uh, What time did the flight leave? It was early afternoon. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she was like super chatty, like loving. Yeah, I have days where I'm into it, you know, because I comes from my mother. My mother's the kind of woman like if she takes a taxi to the airport from her house, uh -huh. when they get to the airport, the driver will get out, get her bag out of the back, and then there's a long hug and an exchange of numbers. Really? Like that's how my mother is. She'll, she'll like connect with them. On the plane, she'll yeah. know... Your fucking son got married and he's working at AT&T. Like she'll know and remember everything about the person. Wow. And you do that sometimes. Sometimes I get in that mood. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. From time to time. I heard the wildest shit ever from an Uber driver this week. I mean, this fucking, I, I, my jaw dropped. It was a 15 minute ride uh -huh. it was from my house to a restaurant. Guy gets, I gets in, I get in the car with him. He has an accent. I ask him where he's from and he says, uh, Monterey, Mexico. Uh -huh. And I go, oh, yeah, my buddy married a girl from Monterey. And I go, do you go back there? And he goes, no. I go, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty dangerous. And he goes, that's why I don't go back. And I go, oh. Um, he goes, yeah, the cartel, you know, they just they just fucked with me and, and fucked with my friends. And I go, really? Dude. He goes, one day, um, my friend owned a ranch with, like, you know, a farm. And the cartel stole one of his trailers with livestock on it. 
but it had a GPS tracker on it. So my friend was able to find where his trailer was and get it back. He just took it back, right? He didn't like fight people for right. it. They just found it and they took it back. He goes, three months later, um, these guys showed up and I was at my friend's house and they, they took us all and they, he, they killed my friends in front of me. No. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, they just. Holy shit. And, and they tortured one and like cut him open and no. stuff. And I was like. Fuck, all over a trailer? Yeah. And then I go, and then he goes, they kept me for 45 days. And I go, why didn't they kill you? And he goes, I asked him. And the guy said, because uh, we like you. Like he was just like, you know, person like funny or whatever. And they were just like, we like you. And then I was like, and then and it, like I go, and how did you get released? He goes, they, they drove me, uh, dropped me off on the highway between two towns. They just let me off on the road. And he goes, I got to a phone. I called my wife who thought I was dead because it had been 45 days. And so she was like freaking out. And he goes, yeah, and then we left here. All right, we're at your stop. You want to get out? I was like, Jesus Christ, man. No like, shit. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I got to stay in the car for a while. Damn, I feel yeah. like I have to sell your story to fucking I know. Steven Soderbergh. I mean, it was just like the wildest shit. I, I, wow. And, and he goes, I asked one of the guys, he goes, uh, he asked one of the, the hitmen, like, you know, after a while, like, how did, you know, isn't it hard to kill people? And he goes, the first time it's hard. He goes, by the third time, you don't even think about it. And he was like, Phew. and And that guy's pay was on payroll from the cartel. Yeah. Hit for 100000 a week. No shit. Yeah. He's like, so they're getting paid just like crazy money. Damn. And he's like, killing people like every week. Fuck. Yeah. And then, and then he was just like, all right, this is your stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a five star right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I was like five five yeah. tip, a hundred dollar tip. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. I had a guy once I was in um Buffalo and I wanted to go see Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. So I took an Uber, which is a pretty long Uber. It's like a good half hour. Mm -hmm. And so I get this driver and he's from Africa. He was from um uh what's the country that's always got a fucking drought? Uh good restaurants, skinny as hell with big heads. Uh, Ethiopia? Yeah. Okay. Is that racist? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you guessed it. We got it. It's only racist <laughs> if you didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> We got it. <laughs> if, I was, if I was like Botswana, you're like, no, you fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> it worked perfectly. First guess, too, guys. <laughs> so this guy drives me and he tells me the story about how he brought his wife over here from ethiopia and they're muslim and uh and that his wife started uh working she took a class at a community college she wasn't obeying him anymore and he was yelling at her and he was hitting her and he's, he's telling, telling me this in a way of like yeah so you know so i hit her so she stopped going to classes and um and she left him, and he's fucking devastated because you don't leave your husband in Ethiopia. Yeah. Or, you know, and so I was like, wow, this guy doesn't, and he just didn't get it. And he's like, he hates this country because of the way women uh, act independently. Yeah. 
So I get to the falls and then I take another Uber home again. I get another Ethiopian driver, another wife who started not wearing her fucking headdress uh-huh. and w- wanted to work and isn't obeying and she left him. And he's devastated. Yeah, and he's devastated. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's gotta be such a huge cultural shock to people that grow up in, in that environment. To right. come here yeah. and see, you know, like women do everything, right? Just so imagine a, being one of those women who live. Yeah. It's incredible how many women on this planet live lives where they're completely oppressed and subjugated. Yeah. You know, like you see like right now with the Taliban has taken over again in, uh, in um, Afghanistan and all these schools that were set up for women to study are being torched. Girls are being killed for going to school. And like literally, the rule is, if you're a girl, you don't get to learn anything. Yeah. It's it's It's, it's insane. It's insane. And yeah. this is not a small pocket of the world. This right. is a large part of, you know, the Middle East. Yeah. Parts of the Middle East, a lot of parts of Africa, for right. sure. Right. It's like, it's just go get water and make babies. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. feed them. Yeah. Right. And the idea that they would want to learn or something is like outrageous. And the worst part is, is like, and the women there are, are not allowed to vote and yet they're forced to dress as voting booths. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> God damn, Greg. You, I feel like you walked me into that for five minutes. <laughs> You're like, I don't give a fuck about women. <laughs> I just wanted to drop that joke. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh, God. Back of my head hurts. I, was, I found myself getting too serious. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to bring this up because you did something that has to feel satisfying to do. So like, I don't know, like a month or so ago, we, I uh, was in a, a chat, a text thread, and we were all talking about this bit you had posted about COVID. About fucking the dog. Yeah. Yeah. What if that was the cure to right. COVID? Like, right. And, like you had COVID, you're about to die, and then you just want to get laid. You're on, you know, you're home like to die. <laughs> And then you fuck the dog. And then the next day you're like, oh my God, I'm cured. Yeah. And then you have the dilemma of like, do I share this with the world? <laughs> or just, you know, and no, I can save lives. Um, it was a really funny bit. So a bunch of us reposted it. You know? Oh yeah, it was yeah. like Rogan, Ari, yeah. you. Yep. Um, Maybe Bert too. too. Maybe Bert. So we reposted. And then you got a bunch of comments about, oh, this is from South Park. And then... Yeah. You did the thing, which I, I've wanted, you know, sometimes you, you get a message and somebody's accusing you of something and you engage or sometimes you ignore, but you actually posted you coming up with the, like the origins of the bit right. on Rogan yeah. before that South Park episode aired. Yeah. And how, that has to feel so satisfying to actually just, because then I, I actually saw people being like, my bad. And you're like, yeah, well then, you know, do a little research. Right. Well, the thing is, is I don't think, when it comes to trolls, yeah. 
they don't give up easily. So no. I post so I post the clip and I go, all right, April this is April 2nd, 2020, me and Rogan riffing about this. It was yeah. an idea I had and then he had some funny things to say about it also. And then here is South Park in September yeah. 2020 doing a bit that a lot of people were just like, this isn't even the same bit. Right. Well, that's was, the other thing when people go, you stole something verbatim. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what verbatim means? Right, or like, right. It's not even the same. And so uh, so I post a bit showing both sides. And, uh, and, and then it was, well, it's not fucking funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's, then it's like, well, I'm not going to say I'm wrong. I'm just going to like take another troll tactic right. and say it's just not funny. Yes. But there were... It got like 7 million views and it had 35,000 comments. Jesus Christ. No, thir- no 3,500 comments, sorry. And they were like a lot of them saying I stole the bit. Yeah. Which is like, as a comic, there's nothing worse you can say about somebody. Sure, then you stole that bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for th- I've been doing comedy for 31 years. This would have been the first time I'm accused of stealing. Yeah. So, and it can ruin your career. It can literally like yeah. end your fucking career. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you. Did, uh, it's nice that you actually had the ability to I know. pull something up and be like, I know. I remember one time I got an email uh, two years ago, someone going like, you stole this bit. And I was like, what? You stole this bit from so-and-so. And I go, hmm. So I look up the guy's bit and it, his bit of the same topic yeah. came out two years after mine. Right. So I replied to the person, did you check out these release dates? And I put mine in his. No response. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, you engaged me. But then yeah. when I show you, he was like. And then Ari had a thing. I was talking to Ari yesterday and he's like, and what about the guy going like, oh, then South Park stole the bit. Like nobody follows up and goes, hey, right. what the fuck, South yes. Park? Yeah, yeah, of course. Not that it is the same bit, but I mean, in that in that log, the logic would be then somebody stole the bit. Right. But there's a lot of people policing it. They get very excited to point out that somebody they, they haven't created anything themselves. Of ever. course, the, the the those people always the thing that always gets me is like when they there's a, I have a bit out you know about something, and then they'll be like you you took this like word for word yeah. from here. I'm like word right. for word. Right. Look, let me look it up, and it'll be like not even the same premise. Yeah. It'll just be like somewhat in the field of the same. You're like, these yeah. aren't even related. Right, man. right. But I think it, I think to somebody like a, like a troll like that, it's, um, it's exciting to feel like, oh, I, I got one. Yeah. I got something on yeah. the line here. And know? I can show my knowledge of comedy. I, yeah. I've seen other comedy and I can, t- but it's, uh, you know, people have to understand like there's X number of concepts out there. You know, you're, yeah. you're just going to naturally have similar stuff. And like I had a bit then, um, uh, what's her name? Wolf. Uh, Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf did something that was very similar, and I got a lot of, you know, stuff on social media. About, oh, she's doing no. It is a different bit. It's yeah. the same topic. Right. It has some of the same points of view. Right. But it is thought out in a completely different way. Right. Um, Which is the way it should be. Like, there's only a certain number of topics we can get into. Right. right. Like, there's family. There's you know the, the the society. There's religion. There's sex. Like, we're gonna touch on these topics and also our points of view as comics is you know we're contrarian you know we're anti-establishment so yeah. a lot of times our take on something will be the same yeah you know because yeah. we, we're we're challenging the status quo so whatever so yeah it's 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 tough and there you know somebody should do a show on comedy center remember short attention span theater yes i fucking love that show yeah. Yeah. they used to show clips like mtv would show videos 
but it was, I think, I think John Stewart hosted it at one point and mm-hmm. Brian Regan hosted it at one point. And, uh, but I would love to have somebody track bits that are similar and maybe, in, you know, that you can say, that's what they would do. That here's a topic. Here's three bits on that topic. Let's see three different comedians and how they handle it. How they, yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah. That'd be cool to watch. Um, yeah. I'm just, I, I found it satisfying just to watch, like, I was like, oh, I love that you have the clip to show. Yeah. With the dates. I know. You know, it's got to feel good. Yeah. That felt really good. Did you, did you fight a lot when you were growing up? Oh yeah. You were right. Yeah. 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 I got, as a matter of fact, I have this, this scar on my head, which happened in a fight in eighth grade, uh, because I started shaving my head. Now it's popped up and it's, it's, um, scabbing. Oh, because it's still, I, I didn't get stitches and I should have. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's scabbing again because it's still like fucking tender flesh after all these years. But I have, um, yeah, I got scars on my hand. I got stabbed with a pencil. Um, stabbed with a pencil? Yeah, stabbed with a pencil. In school? Yeah. Holy shit. I had my hand on the pencil and this guy fucking took a number two pencil and just stabbed me with it and broke he broke off wait he did that unprompted or you guys were in the middle of a fight that started the fight that started it yeah jesus what i mean did something was something said for him to do? i was trying to cheat off of him and he wouldn't let me okay and then it led to something yeah and then i had a kid in high school who um uh i forget how it even started but then he got up and his father is david rukeyser who's this really famous uh Economist. He was. He's always the guy on the news mm-hmm. when they ask about the economy, and uh, so his son, also named David Rukeyser, uh, we were going back and forth in class, and then he stomped on my foot Oof. as he got out, and I chased him down the stairs, and I punched him in the face, and his nose just exploded with blood, and then he made it to the bottom of the stairs into the principal's office and passed out on the floor, which is just like, do you need more evidence <laughs> to suspend me? <laughs> So you got suspended. I got suspended for that. How long did you get suspended for? Three days. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And then that this counts as like a mark against you kind of thing or? Yeah. He had, I got off a little bit easy because I had a friend who died of cystic fibrosis and I was oh. supposed to go to his memorial and my parents said, no, you're going to school. And that was the day that happened. Oh. And so when I went to the, when my parents had to come to school for the meeting about the suspension, I told the principal that they didn't let me go to John Houston's memorial. And the principal looked at my parents like, what the fuck is wrong with you two? No wonder <laughs> yeah. he punched David Rukeyser uh, right, in the face. Right, right, He's yeah. in mourning. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually helped you. Oh, it got me out of, th- yeah. I, I would have, could have been, I could have been expelled because it was a private school. Oh, right. And, yeah. you, and you blew his nose up. I blew it up. Yeah. And then what, what's the last fight you were in? Like how old were you for your, the very last fight you got in, physical fight? Probably about six or seven years ago. Damn. I was in uh, the recording studio because I did a show on Howard Stern's channel for like yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And so I, there was a studio in Hollywood for the serious shows. And I pulled into this parking spot that I, and of course I'm fucking late. I was, I was always late for my own. And this wasn't a podcast. This was like the show yeah. started at five o'clock. Right. And I would roll in at 5.01. They'd be playing the theme music and I would run in. Really? Yeah. And I once was so late that Andy Kindler, who's the fucking greatest, mm-hmm. was my guest. And so he hosted the first 10 minutes of the show because I was stuck in traffic. And all he did was shit on me for 10 minutes. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
And I don't know how I didn't get fired because I was late so many times. So I pull into this spot and the guy that owns the studio is standing out front and he goes, you can't park there. I was like, I always park here. He goes, you can't park here. That's that's so-and-so spot. And I go, look, I'm on the air in 10 seconds. I got to go. And so he starts fucking yelling at me and I just keep walking and he's following me and he's yelling at me and he's pointing in my face and I'm yelling back at him and, uh, and Doug Stanhope was my guest and he comes up to say hi to me and he sees us fucking screaming at each other and he just goes, whoa, guys, what the fuck? And then, and then we keep walking and then the guy says to me, uh, he goes, fuck you. And I have this trigger yeah. with fuck you. That is it for me. And so I took a swing at the guy and Mike Gibbons, who you know, yeah. is my he was he was like my partner on the radio show. He dove in between us, and it's all on a uh, security security cam. cam. And so uh, and they and broke it up, and then I literally walked in and you must started have been the hot show on the show. Right? That's what's crazy about me is I can get into a fight, and my heart rate barely goes up. That's psychopathic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> And so this guy You're so like the, at ease with it and you're like, I like confrontation. <laughs> I once probably about maybe twelve years ago, I was driving to uh the hardware store and I had my friend Will Hayes in the passenger seat. And it was in the morning and I we had to go to the hardware store for whatever reason. And I got a cup of coffee and this guy comes driving down the street and he's going he's he's swerving back and forth and trying to run cars off the road. And I'm very protective of my neighborhood. So remember World According to Garp when Robin Williams like chases that car that's been speeding through his neighborhood? Mm-hmm. So I pull my car in front of the guy and I stop him and I get out of the car and I go up to the side window and I punch him in the face and his sunglasses come flying off and then he just backs up and he takes off. And I get into the car again and I had told Will to hold my coffee and I just reached and I got my coffee put it in drive and we kept driving to the hardware store and he's like he's like you're not even breathing heavy i'm like i'm like no we got to get a hammer man dude (laughs) you need to go to monterey mexico (laughs) you never had a trailer i can get 100 grand a week man (laughs) holy shit and but I'm, i'm way under control i've gone to therapy for it and uh, my father had a really bad temper. Really? And my mother. We used to get fucking, we used to get beat. Really? Yeah. I remember the one time my my mom, my, my cousin and I, you know, both of our, our moms are sisters and they're Peruvian. So we would learn, it's always fun to learn bad words in another language. Yeah. So we, we learned a couple, and they weren't even the most vulgar words. Yeah. They're like the equivalent of saying like poop, butt, pee. Like right, that. right. But we're like, seven eight eight years old or something and we're like singing it on the stairs and like i don't know what got into our moms that they're like ah and they're like so my mom goes to uh to punish me she his mom spanks my cousin and he starts crying uh-huh wait how old were you like i think maybe eight something okay. like that seven or eight and she's like smacking him on the ass you know and he starts crying um and then my mom does it to me and i start laughing ah and she does it harder i laugh harder uh-huh so she just took her nails and just dug into my skin and <laughs> twisted until the and it started bleeding out of my arm and i was like ow and she was like there <laughs> like, like, she was like looking for something to hurt me you know <laughs> i was like the fuck 
like pinched it and twisted Isn't it. Isn't that a weird impulse that a person whose job is to nurture you and protect you? Yeah. It's very fucked up for a kid to process that that same person is now intentionally causing harm. You got to strip away the context of it. Yeah. And just the sole act that that person is trying to harm you really fucks your head up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I don't think um I don't think either party processes it in the moment, right? Right. Because like, ultimately, I'm sure, like, the parent, if you were to say that to them, they're like, fuck, I don't want to be doing that. You right. Know? But it's like, I don't know, it, it almost can overwhelm you wanting to correct your kid. Right. Right. In the moment, you go like, what can I do? I, I mean, it's because they don't know any better at the time, I think. Because obviously, a more evolved parent doesn't go, I should just try to make my kid bleed, <laughs> you know? Right. But, but it's time. also that that's actually the, giving them the benefit of the doubt because I think a lot of hitting, and I think in my parents' case, it was also they were so angry and frustrated, they were letting out their frustration on you. That makes it sense. was not a teaching moment. Right. Yeah. This, this is finally a place I can channel it. Right. I can get it out here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super fucked up. Have right? you ever wanted to hit one of your kids? I've just, I've been. Well, obviously been, not the two year old. No. But like. <laughs> I mean, I've never wanted to hit them. There's, you, you get so frustrated sometimes, yeah. you know, like when they're, yeah, when they're this age, you know, it's the age where you can repeat a thing. It doesn't matter, you know, yeah. when they're toddlers and stuff. You're just like, you got to got to sit down and eat. You got to yeah, eat yeah. and they're, they keep going. It makes you crazy. Yeah. I've never wanted to hit, but I've like, yeah, I've done like erratic, take the thing away and, you know, yeah. throw the food in the trash. Uh-huh. You like this toy? Guess what? You're not going to see it. Yeah. Like that kind of thing, yeah. you know, where you, you're so upset when you do it. And then sometimes you're like, wow, I was really upset. I could have handled that. that in a different way. Oh yeah. Sometimes in the moment, you know, I've been like, no, like just like that kind of loud yeah. and you see their face yeah. and then you're like, fuck. And then I'm yeah. like, sorry, I said no. <laughs> right. You know, like you feel bad, but it's like, it's obviously, it's not just like, that thing it's usually a building thing mm-hmm. right where it's like you're frustrated a little bit maybe you're frustrated by something not even related to this right and it builds throughout and then you, it comes to this moment and you yeah you react poorly and then you're like what did i yeah you know? yeah well i think that's the one of the keys to parenting is like giving yourself grounding yourself before you parent and if that means meditation, if that means exercise, if that means, honey, I'm really at the end of my rope, I need to go take a walk for 20 minutes where you watch the kids. That's a real key one. And I think in a, you're lucky if your partner, your spouse, um, you can like see it with each other. Right. Like, I, you know, there's times where I'm just like, I'm, it's starting where I'm like, God damn it. And, like, and then, you know, Christine will be like, why don't you go like, uh, go lay down or go right. watch something. Just right. go ahead. Yeah. You know, and I'll do the same. I'll yep. be like, I'll see her and I'll be like, are you tired? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, just, uh, I got him. Tag out. Yeah, tag out. Yeah. And you realize you're just like, you're helping everybody when you do that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, you think about your life and what you've accomplished and like, you know, career wise and all that stuff. And I really feel like breaking the cycle of violence in my family has been a big achievement. Really? You know, knowing that, because I know my parents were both beat. They told me stories, horrific stories. Yeah, and that was in an, another time. Where, yeah. Like, that was probably a real beating, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like belts and... Oh, know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got the belts. You got but, the belts. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. But it was... But I feel like I quit drinking a lot of years ago, and I and I never hit my kids, and I feel like... Um, I've spent a lot of time reading books on parenting, going to therapy and talking about parenting. And, 
you know, I do a podcast about parenting now because I feel like I've got something to share. Were you scared that um, you would be a violent person? Oh, that's why I didn't get married for, I, when I met my wife, I told, her friend introduced us and I said to her friend that night, I said, I'm gonna marry your friend someday. I knew instantly. Have you ever met Erin? No, she's incredible. Her energy, you'd meet her and in 10 seconds, you just get her energy. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I couldn't pull the trigger on asking her to marry me for three years because I had to know that um, I wasn't gonna drink and that I could be a good parent and that I wasn't gonna cheat. And because I'd always cheated mm-hmm. on girlfriends, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I I had to say like I have to go three years without cheating, and and I oh so you like you told like I gotta get I gotta see that I can do this. Yes. Yeah. And so I so I waited to ask her to marry me, and I was I really was afraid. But then once once I had the kids, I felt like no, I can I can do this. Wow. And now you have like your kids are getting big, man. But my daughter graduated high school. Both kids are out of high school now. It's wild. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And you I'm, have like, you know, they're adults. Yep. Legal adults, at least. It's hard to make the adjustment now. Like my daughter just went away for four days with her friends and it's the first time she's gone away with her friends. They got an Airbnb up the coast in a little fucking beach town. Yeah. And they're going to hang out. And, you know, who cares what they do? There's, you know, she's going to be 18 in a month. Yeah. But it's so weird for me to make that transition of like, and that's the thing that you're going to face as a parent and you're just starting to is that you can't treat your kid at the age that they used to be. Right. You have to constantly look at them and go like, oh no, you need more responsibility now or I need to let go of chasing that's you That's got to be hard, things. right? It is. It's, 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 a, it's a leap of faith because so much of your identity as a parent is taken care of and which is control. Right. And as they get older, you have to just... You're doing them a disservice if you're not letting go of that control and giving them the autonomy to start figuring out who they really are and what they can do. And your son's in college, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He'll be a junior next year. Jesus. Yeah. And he's a fucking good kid. He's the opposite of me. He is just so together and even and kind. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel he makes me feel like a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. He's too good. That's sweet though. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, how did I make you? <laughs> I don't know. He's so much like his mother. But you know, I'll just be like, hey man, you want to go play paddle tennis? Okay, let's go. You know, he all my friends, like we were supposed to play golf today, and my friends are all there's two groups, and like three of them are like, I want to play with Owen. Can I play with Owen? He's just like fun and yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he got it all from my wife. That's my, awesome. My daughter is May. She's got the temper. Really? She's got the sense of humor. Yeah. That's super cool, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I'm at the age where you're like you're seeing, you're really seeing their personalities start to evolve. You yeah. Know? Um, it's like, it's a, it's, it's wild. It's all the, you know, the cliches of like, oh, you can't believe how fast, and it's like, I can't believe it already. Right. You know, like I feel like we, I walk by those. Uh, photos in the house of them as babies yeah and you're like shit now they're already you know running around these ones are getting too big to cuddle yep yeah and they're talking shit to us all the time yeah (laughs) you know it's pretty funny yeah Um, they get along they do yeah i mean the older brother older brother still fucks with his little brother all day yeah but yeah they play together all day yeah yeah and then like i'll be like hey man stop fucking throwing shit at him you're right yeah 
Dude, you are in the sweet spot of where you don't want to be during COVID. Those ages are tough. Yeah, I feel like it was almost a little tougher for the people who had kids just a few years older than mine because those kids were like already like adapted to school. And right. And they're like, no, your kid's home now again. Right, right, right. And you got to teach them. Yeah. You're, the, you're basically a teacher now. Yeah. I felt bad for those parents because our kids were like not quite you know, school aged, mm-hmm. like getting ready. Like one of them, the older kid was doing like those half day pre-K kind of things. Yeah. But like, I just remember the first week we were home, I was like, uh, you don't have to go to school now. He's like, is it just me? Like, am I the only one home? I was like, no, no, no there's no school for anybody. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's not just me. I yeah. was like, no, no, no. It's yeah, not, yeah. We didn't decide you don't go to school right, anymore. Right. No one's going to school. Yeah. But then they were like, okay. I mean, it just felt like they were just home again. You know? Yeah. But the kids, I mean, people who have like, a six or seven year old, like, oh man, like, and now you're, you're a kindergarten teacher. Right. That's rough. Right. Especially if the parents are working. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, you guys are both busy as shit. Yeah. But you got help, right? Got help. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously helped so much to be able to continue to do things like this and tour, you know, even though touring stopped for a while. Yeah. It's back. But the first month or two, did you not have the help come because of the quarantine? Well, let's see the first month that would have been March and April. Um, no, she came, she, like our regular lady came over f- during that time. And then over the course of the year, every, like there was all these different hiccups, you know, it was like, I got hurt. Then I got COVID. Yeah. And Christina had COVID. Then eventually the, the nanny had got COVID. So, Jesus. and then like she had to watch out for her family and like, you know, so it was, there was always something happening. Damn. Yeah. What a year you've had. And you moved. And I moved and Christina got hurt. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. And we're both touring and doing the podcast and moving our whole business there. So it's been a, it's been a crazy year. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that though. I mean, I know like life changes are hard and when you have little kids, it's very easy to just sort of go like, no, we're going to fucking, we're going to, we're, we're here. We're not changing anything. And you guys decided to make a move and uh it feels like an adventure you know yeah like it does, and it feels like the age they're at the age where you're like this isn't gonna like they're mobile yeah they're yeah. not gonna be like what the fuck is happening right, you know? right so right. that feels like it does feel like an adventure and i used to i moved a lot so this is like you know i mean you know i moved i'm saying like different states all the time yeah so i feel like this will be like our one big company move yeah but um yeah i mean it it is it is it does sometimes i go i can't believe we just moved like 1200 miles this is insane you know is is it forever i mean this is the thing i i remember going you know if we don't like it we can move back right you can always it's a free country you can move and christina was like we're not fucking moving like they're set up in school and this is where we live so i was like okay i guess we're staying (laughs) let me talk to you guys in august yeah i know this is one of the weirdest the funniest things is like meeting people there and they're like oh you know you know, welcome and everyone's so friendly uh, you meet people i had a guy stop me and he goes can i shake your hand and i go sure man and this is like on a street in uh-huh. austin he goes uh like john david smith and i go did you just give me your full name <laughs> and he was like yeah and he goes i know who you are now you know who i am i go what the fuck man that's such a crazy thing to say to me are you a realtor yeah your yeah. full goddamn name right but um i don't I forget what i was going to talk about um, about not mo- about oh and and we get hot in August oh yeah yeah so people are like everyone's like well so welcoming and friendly and then people are like uh, a lot of people have said to me so where are you gonna spend summer 
And I was like, what do you oh, mean? Oh, no shit. And they're like, where are you going to spend your summer? And I was uh, like, at home? Yeah. And they're like, here? And I'm like, yeah, I moved here. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but don't you leave for summer? I'm like, no. And I hadn't planned on it. Uh-huh. And they're like, you're going to want to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But then I tell them, I'm like, you know, I went to high school in Florida. And they're like, ah, oh, you'll be kind of, you'll yeah, be all right. So, right. Well, where did Christina grow up? Here, California. Oh. Yeah. But she grew up in the valley where she's like, okay. how much hotter is it yeah, in the yeah, valley? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Right. It's hot. It's fucking hot. It's yeah. hot right now. It's like 97 now there. No shit. Yeah. But it's super hot as fuck here this week too. Yep. 80 today. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's why I live in Venice. But 80 where you live. Yeah. But out here, it'll be upper 90s today. Yeah. yeah. People don't understand that. It's it's eight miles away. Yeah. And it's 20 degrees hotter consistently. Yes. Yeah. When we moved over the hill, yeah, 20 degrees easy. Yeah. And yesterday when I got in the car here in the afternoon, it was 105, you know, in the, in the car and cooking. Yeah. The valley's hot, man. Yeah. Super hot. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not like... I understand. I don't love heat, but it's funny. Uh, people in Texas they boast about their air conditioning. They're like, "Oh, really? How about this AC?" And uh, you're like, "Yeah, it's pretty crazy." And they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know." <laughs> and it, it is. It feels like there's a fucking turbocharger on the air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere you walk. If into, I had to choose between heat and cold, like like a cold winter somewhere. Yeah. Fucking heat anytime. Yeah. Cold is a cold real cold hurts like a re- like Winnipeg in February. Yeah, fuck that. Right, right. Yeah, I remember doing two weeks there. Yeah, they do. They had to do like one of those clubs. They're like, do you want to work back to back weeks? Uh-huh. And you're like, this is not humane. Yeah, like it was. You know, there's parts. There's like a street you can stand on in Win- Winnipeg where it's like the coldest intersection uh-huh. in it's Canada. It's like a wind tunnel. Yeah, it's like a wind tunnel. Like gets to like fifty below zero uh-huh. or something. I'm yeah. Like, it's not tolerable man no but you know when you're young like i went to college in boston boston is so fucking cold i do not remember ever feeling like i was suffering yeah you just you wore a fucking denim jacket with the wool on the on the collar and you know you just drank your face off yeah sneakers not even boots yeah and you just kind of like just grind through it yeah you'd walk from one party to the next you walk a mile and it's freezing and the wind is whipping and you don't give a shit and then you get older and you're like i can't handle 10 steps of this shit you would you change quickly because i remember so we first lived in cincinnati as a kid then minneapolis which was so goddamn cold oh my god yeah and then milwaukee and then finally milwaukee to into vero beach florida yeah we moved from milwaukee to vero beach in november nice and i remember that i went to school like the first day in shorts and a t-shirt and it's november in florida Uh which is like let's say this week it could have been like 58 yeah right kids had on hoodies yeah and then they see me and they're like who's this lunatic Uh and i was like yeah i just moved from milwaukee yeah 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 this is summer right right i couldn't but so i I had this like incredible tolerance for cold Uh dude a year later yeah. I was the same person, like right. same as them. Right, right, Sweatshirt, right. Like your blood just changes. Yeah. I think you have to be in extreme cold for decades before that doesn't happen to you. Right. You know, right. like Josh Potter moved from Buffalo out here and I was like, you'll change. And it's been like a couple of years and he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he still is comfortable in the cold. Right. And finds, he thinks 75 is oppressive heat. Right. Yeah. It's also being fat helps in the cold. It does. Like you see guys, you see guys like 
in New York that it's it's fucking you know like you said it's like fifty yeah. and they got on the flip flops and the tank top yeah. and then you see the the skinny guy and he's like trembling yeah, like a for chihuahua sure. yeah and you see like fatter people in a lot of those cold places you yeah know? yeah. You remember the movie Titanic? Remember at the, at, when they're in the fucking water with the icebergs and Kathy Bates is just fucking sitting there eating a hot dog. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's trembling and he dies. <laughs> ah, that fat's good for something. Yeah, man. you yeah. got to store it. <laughs> man. Um, so how many, where can, we, where, can we people, where can we send people to, to watch oh. and listen? Well, first of all, the podcast is Fitz Dog Radio. That's Fitz been Dog going Radio. for about 12 years. Yep. You've been on it a yeah, half fantastic. a dozen times. And then I do a podcast with Mike Gibbons called Sunday Papers, where yep. we go through funny stories from the week. And that's, that's kind of been blowing up. That's really exciting. We've been doing that for about a year. Great. And that's available everywhere podcasts. Everywhere they're On around. YouTube as well? YouTube as well. Okay. And then Childish, I do with Allison Rosen. And then I got tour dates uh, I'm going to announce next week coming up for the summer and the fall at fitzdog.com. F-I-T-Z? F-I-T-Z dog.com. Fitzdog.com. Go see him live. You're one of my absolute favorite comics to watch. Oh, I feel thanks, like man. I totally mean it. I feel like, um, you know, the biggest compliment I could pay to you as a comedian is that, A, I'll, whenever you're on stage, I'll definitely watch. It's, it's definitely something where I go, I was like, I'll watch you. And I'm like, man, because I always feel like, it's obvious that you're putting in work, so it makes me want to work harder. And then if I know you're on a show that I'm on, I will look at my set list and I'll be like, I can't fucking do that joke in front of Greg. Ah. And I'll cross that out like that. God. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. very nice. I appreciate the you're, kind you're words. You're great. So thanks for coming today. Yeah, uh, I had a blast. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.